The following CannabisRadio.com program contains explicit language and content that can be considered graphic and offensive. This program is not suitable for all audiences, and the opinions expressed do not reflect those of CannabisRadio.com, its staff, management, or sponsors. Listener discretion is advised. You can put your weed in there. Stone is Jesus. Oh, check this out. Oh, yeah. That's beautiful. A lot of people don't realize this, but you can put your weed in there. This is the Stoner Jesus Show on CannabisRadio.com. It's my Greg here, Prune Tang. If I can use a medical term. Man, oh, man. You're gay. There's no facts in, in the church. Oh, yeah. Holy crap. Don't try to debate me on something. Motherfucker, I can't do many things well, but words are my shit. There we go. There we go. Yes. It's almost as if I know what I'm doing. Unless you watched the first... Attempt at the stream, the very short stream. Long story short, it was my fault. My computer did an update recently with this broadcasting software. I have to re-add the camera so it looks to this microphone. I did not do that, so my camera had no audio. So I had to shut all that shit down, redo it. Now we're here, Stern Jesus Show Live. This is chapter 3, verse 1. We are celebrating two years of video shows. It's the beginning of season 3, however you want to put it. July 23rd. 2017, this show, which has been an audio show for many, many hundreds of shows and episodes, <clears throat> excuse me, became a video show as well. Of course, you can still find the audio, sternjesus.net, cannabisradio.com, various places like that. We've done a little over two years of video shows now. As I said, July 23rd was the official anniversary. The first show was obviously chapter one, verse one. Then we went to the second season, became chapter two, and the verses of the individual episodes. You get it. You get it. It's a Bible thing. Staying on brand. Welcome, everybody, in the chat room. Uh, Stone Poetry. TLC's joined us. Uh, Chief Louie. Everyone. I figured out how to do the audio now so we can do a show. It's great. It's great stuff. <laughs> All kinds. Of shit going on tonight. As we, as I said, we're celebrating two years of video shows. So what that means is I'm going to play some clips. I have many clips of the past two years and however many video shows we've done. It's like 100 or somewhere, I don't know, or somewhere around there. I have no idea. I haven't kept track, really. I guess I could go back and count them and add them up. Add the two seasons up. It's like 55 and 31, so it would be 96. So this would be 97, I guess. I don't know. I don't even know if those numbers are right. In any case, it doesn't matter. Talk about a lot of stuff tonight, as I, said, as I said, including those retro clips. One I'm about to play coming up is from Chapter 1, Verse 3, our third ever video show two long years ago. As I said, uh, two years ago I made the faithful decision to basically do what I do, this show, this radio show, this audio show, this audio podcast in front of you. People like that, apparently we've been able to do uh, – to get a lot of traction on Periscope, especially, and Twitter, and take advantage of the platform that we have there. As I said, sternjesus.net for all the information on the show, canvasradio.com. Go check out all the podcasts and shit there. Besides clips from past shows that we're going to play tonight, we're also going to talk about a possible break in the Jean Benet Ramsey case because that's I, that's what I do. I break cases here. <laughs> I, I track down these motherfuckers and I give them what for, if you will. For their tomfoolery and their shenanigans. I will crack the case. Anyway, besides that, we're talking about the man spreading chair. Uh, also, Kelly McGillis, she's not in the new Top Gun uh, Inside Edition or whatever it was. Maybe it was, uh, I, I don't know. We'll see when we play the video because <laughs> I don't remember. They decided to ask her about it and uh, she was pretty funny about it. Also, we'll talk a little bit about the shootings yesterday in Texas and Ohio. I've talked about gun control before uh, at length, but I will encapsulate briefly 
my thoughts on gun control in particular and uh, mass shootings and such. But, as I said, it's also a celebration of two years doing video shows. So we're going to do best of clips. This first one was a voicemail from St. Peter. St. Peter hasn't been here in a long time. I haven't heard from him in months. He turned over a new leaf. He was doing charity stuff. He somehow inexplicably became the alumni fundraiser for uh, Howard University, which is a historically black university. How he pulled that off, I don't know. St. Peter is so white, he's almost transparent. If you squint, you can swear you can see the shit on the wall behind him if you're looking at him. In any case, I haven't heard from him in months. What he's doing, I don't know. Maybe he's dead. Maybe he's... uh, a member of the House of Representatives of the United States? I have no idea. I've literally paid no attention. <laughs> so, Peter, if you're watching, send a voicemail or whatever. This is a voicemail from Chapter 1, Verse 3, our third ever video show. That There's a weird camera angle. The camera's not as good. We have a different flag back there. It's all kinds of different shit. The microphone's the same as is the computer. So, you know, these, these pieces of equipment have gone through a lot with me. But in any case, here is a uh, retro clip, if you will from way back in the day when we started doing video shows. Uh, apparently, last we heard from St. Peter, he left the sex commune of, of previous voicemails, of two previous voicemails. Going the last voicemail in chapter uh, one, verse two sh- uh, show, podcast, he, it, w- it was quite loud. The sex in the background was quite loud. Some background shit on this one, too. He found a phone booth, and apparently he's headed this way towards, uh, you know, towards uh, the Stoner Jesus studio complex. He wants to get back on the show. I'm not. I'm not excited about that. Uh, I'm hoping still that he will lose his way again and not make it back here. Not find out uh, where we are. I don't know if he has Google Maps or Apple Maps or whatever, or the fuck that is. <laughs> Hopefully, he's headed east though, and that's the right direction. So that's that's a bad sign. That's a bad sign. Anyway, here's a voicemail from St. Peter. Hey, uh, hey, Jesus, it's me, St. Peter. I uh, finally got away from the sex commune. Well, that was... That shit was fucked up. Uh, I think I'm headed back east, which I think is a direction to where the studios are. Yeah. I'm hoping at least... Right now I'm inside this, uh... There's like this phone booth. It's like a phone booth. I don't even know they still have phone booths. Jesus, but I found one. Like most of the glass is kicked out, so it's like, you know... It's not like the greatest phone booth. I don't even know if it can still be called a booth. It's like a metal structure with a lot of broken glass and shit and whatnot. Anyway, Jesus, I want to let you know that I'm headed back uh, to the studio. I'm excited about getting back to the show. Dude, dude, go away. Go away, dude. No, no. There's some fucking homeless guy. Stand next to the boot. I'm on the phone, dude. I'm on the phone. Go away. Go away. Goddamn, this homeless guy is just fucking standing here looking at me. What What are you doing, dude? What? He's taking his, he's taking his cock out, Jesus. Don't take your dick out, dude. Don't. Oh my god, he's pissing on me. He's fucking pissing in this fucking phone booth, Jesus. Get the fuck away from me, you asshole. You're fucking pissing on my leg. That's my leg you're pissing on, you dumb fucker. Mother- god damn it, Jesus, this fucking homeless guy is pissing into the booth through the broken glass on my fucking leg. Now I got a homeless guy pissing on my leg. God damn, dude, how much you been drinking? Just to fucking stop. He's still fucking pissing, Jesus. Quit pissing on my leg, motherfucker. I'm going to take one of these shards of glass and stick it in your fucking throat. Then I'll have homeless piss and homeless blood on me. Get the fuck away from me, motherfucker. Get the fuck away from me. Nice. Jesus. God damn. Guy's walking away, shuffling away now. It's a fucking guy, man. This fucking guy is fucking starts pissing on me. He pissed on my fucking leg, Jesus. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I forgot what I was talking about now. Fuck it. Now I'm fucking pissed off. God damn it! Fucking homeless motherfucker! So there's a voicemail from St. Peter. The latest. Homeless guy pissing on him. No one. There you go. It was uh, St. Peter getting pissed on by a homeless man in a phone booth. Really, the... Uh, I said we're bringing you the hard-hitting stuff here. Uh, Stone Poetry says, do you like my name? Uh, yes, it is pretty cool. Happy Mess 9 says, hey man, congrats on two years. Thank you. We are celebrating two years of video shows. The official start of season three of the video show, or chapter three, if you will. 
Now, and we'll get to more clips later. We got a Cancun, one of our clips from when we went on to a trip on a, to Cancun. So I explained Cancun on a budget to you. Also, uh, uh, one episode where I was drinking, and uh, also from early on in uh, the first year of video shows, talking about Trump when at the time he looked up at the eclipse. <laughs> that was fun. Uh, also, my uh, TV idea bait package. We have hurricane reporters, all kinds of stuff coming up. Uh, but right now, as I said, we, we we're going to crack the hard cases here. We switched from one thing to another. We got we got St. Peter getting pissed on. We move right into blowing wide open the John Bonet Ramsey case. Most of you youngsters probably don't know what that is. It was so long ago, but uh, check it out anyway. Apparently, some dude got arrested, and that may lead to some sort of break in the uh, 20-something-year-old case. He's the photographer who took the last group of glamour photographs of little JonBenet Ramsey, and he has just been arrested on 15 counts of child pornography. That arrest has prompted new calls for an investigation into the still unsolved JonBenet case. This haunting image of JonBenet Ramsey from her last photo session is taking on a whole new significance today. The photographer, Randy Simons, has just been arrested for possessing child pornography. Denver's former chief deputy district attorney Craig Silverman says Randy Simons was always a person of interest in JonBenet's murder. Now that we know he apparently has his sexual interest in little girls, that is quite damning. Simons took the photos in June 1996, six months before John Bonet was slain. The photos came in for criticism for seeming to sexualize the little beauty queen in grown-up clothes. We spoke to Simons in a telephone interview shortly after John Bonet's murder. He got emotional as he recalled the photo shoot. This is a very special day. He defended the use of all that makeup. It's really a matter of lighting and, and and what you can bring up in the facial features and the lips to show expression on camera. Simon's life spiraled out of control during the John Bonet investigation. He stopped photographing children, and in 1998, he was arrested for running naked in the street. The arresting officer said Simons blurted out, I didn't kill John Bonet. Later, he moved to Eugene, Oregon. He led a quiet life there until his arrest this month on the child porn charges. It seems like this case, her murder, really haunted him. It did, but now you throw in these child porn charges and it becomes disturbing. That could be a big clue in resolving the enduring mystery of who killed Jean Bonnet and why. Simons has pled not guilty to the child pornography charges. He's due back in court August 7th. Yeah, disturbing to say the least. If people don't remember, it was a, it's a creepy case somebody snuck in her basement at night or her parents or whatever supposedly sleeping upstairs a lot of people thought it was the parents who did it there's a lot of suspects someone smoke stuck in her uh, her bedroom whatever and killed her or uh, the basement and killed her it's uh it's crazy shit and obviously with this guy a having child porn and b running through the streets naked uh, those are those the actions of someone who's not quite connected with reality and the way things are in the real world. It's not surprising. Which, I mean, if someone is not connected to reality, they're much more capable of murder, I would think, than someone who is connected to reality. Before we get a break, we got, as I said, more clips coming up celebrating two years of video shows here on the Stern Jesus Show Live. For those of you listening to the audio show, I'll kind of narrate this video because it's one of those massable videos that doesn't have a narrator because they couldn't afford one. So let's put the, the, the type the closed caption, if you will, along the bottom. It's the man spreading chair. Apparently man spreading is a problem, air quotes. Men are taking up too much space. It's offensive. It's rude. Whatever. Anyway, let's see this dumb fucking chair. This chair will finally teach men how to sit. First of all, let's stop right there. How fucking condescending is that we'll finally teach men how to sit men have been sitting on shit for millennium but we've been doing it wrong we're sitting wrong we're taking up too much space 
some dumb fucking twat doesn't have enough room for her 87-pound purse because we got to spread our legs a little bit. Anyway, continuing. Without intruding on someone else's space. The project called a solution for manspreading. Fucking condescending bitch. Was conceived by artist and designer Laura something who created two chairs to combat the phenomenon. One of the chairs forces men to sit with their knees together. Okay, let's stop right there. Forces men to sit with their knees together. I can't believe I have to say this. I can't believe I could have explained this to some of you dumb motherfuckers. But apparently I do, so I will. Men don't sit with their legs open to take up your precious fucking space, you dumb bitch. They're not doing it to be rude. They're not doing it to make you look at their dick or the inseam of their pants or whatever you find offensive. Men, most men who sit with their legs apart, do so for one very simple reason, or should I say two simple reasons. They're called balls. See, men have a dick. Under their dick, they have a sack with two fucking nuggets in it that are the most sensitive part of a man's body. So when you sit with your knees... Together, you are crushing your balls. You don't want to crush your balls. It feels bad. I know if you don't have balls, you don't know what it feels like. But trust me, it feels bad. It sucks. The balls are sensitive. They're the most sensitive part of the body, as I said, of our body. So we sit with our knees together, our thighs are together, and they're crushing our balls. Unless we're really thin, like Schindler's List thin, our balls are going to get crushed. That's why when I sit, if I, if I cross my legs, like I cross my legs like this, my, my, le- my one leg is perpendicular to my other one. It's not crossed all the way over, because if I crossed it all the way over, I would be crushing my balls. That is why men sit like that. It's so goddamn simple. Women can sit with their knees together because they have a little slit between their legs. Just close that motherfucker right up. No problem. No problem. They can squeeze as hard as they can. They'll be fine. But men have balls. How goddamn simple is this concept? Anyway, tell me more about this dumb bitch and her dumb idea for a fucking chair. The other seat encourages women to take up more space, which they don't need to because of the aforementioned slit between their legs. There's nothing there to crush. That's why they can cross their legs the way they do, fully, one over the other. So women are going to be sitting with their vaginas open and men are going to be sitting with their balls crushed. Is that the end game here? Women opening their vaginas while they sit. Make sure there's some circulation, I guess. I don't know. And men with crushed balls. What a brilliant fucking idea. What a brilliant, brilliant woman you are. You're a credit to your gender. I say go make me a sandwich. You probably fuck that up. The designer does not suggest that the chair will forever fix man spreading. But it's a way to keep the conversation going about a problem that many women face daily. What exactly is the problem that the women are facing again? Men are taking up too much room? Is that is that the problem here? I I, I don't know. I don't understand. I don't understand what the fucking problem is. Men are taking men to have their legs open because they have balls. I'm sorry. So we got our balls cut off? Would that make you ladies happy? We just got our fucking balls chopped off so we can sit with our knees together and not take up your precious goddamn space. Who the fuck are you, by the way, who needs all this space? Why are you so important? That, nobody ever answers asks that question. Who are these fucking women who need all this fucking space? Why are they so goddamn important? Jesus Christ. Shut up. Quit finding shit to... This woman had the time to make a, uh, to make a chair for men to crush their balls in. That's, she made a chair for that. Talk about having too much time on your hands. I bet her husband was busy working while she was home making that stupid chair to crush his balls in. 
He was bringing home the paychecks and paying the fucking bills. So this bra can sit home and think, huh, I don't like men with their legs open. It offends me. I don't like the inseam of their pants. I want them to crush their balls. What can I do about that? Ah, I know. I'll create a fucking chair. I'll invent a ball crushing chair in my free time, which is ample. Dumb fucking twat. I'm, God, I'm so sick of fucking people whining about shit. Simple shit. Men don't want to crush their balls. I guess it's a big fucking deal. Oh, sorry. Sorry, sweetheart. See, women want to be equal and they want to be do what men do, but when the shit hits the fan, oh, they're all, oh, God, close your legs. Shut up. Shut up. You're so fucking special. You're so fucking tough. You are woman. Here you roar. Fucking get over it. Get over it. I'm not going to sit in your goddamn ball crushing chair. Go make something useful. Like a sandwich. That's right. Brought it back full circle. Stern Jesus Show Live. Chapter 3, verse 1. We're celebrating two years of video shows. We've got more retro clips coming up. We're also going to talk about Kelly McGillis. Many of you youngsters may not know who she is either. I won't blame you for that. We'll explain. Also, we'll talk a little bit about the shootings in Texas in Ohio. Not a lot, but some. Stern Jesus Show. Chapter 3, verse 1. SternJesus.net. For all things about the show, audio, social media links, uh, stream links, all that, follow us on Periscope and Twitter at SternJesus420 for the video portion of the show. It's awesome. It is August 5th. We just turned to midnight here in Eastern Time, going from August 4th to August 5th, 2019, as we do it live. Stern Jesus Show, bitches. We'll be back. Yo. The Stoner Jesus Show on CannabisRadio.com. The Stoner Jesus Show is brought to you in part by Hemptations.com and PlanetEverywhere.com. they got a lot of awesome stuff for you to check out. But don't just take my word for it. Let Beach, the owner of Hemptations, tell you all about it. It's a very large selection of hemp goods. Everything from reusable coffee filters to frisbees, bandanas, everything planted everywhere on the site is made in Cincinnati, Ohio, made locally. We also have other retail products from our cosmetics, uh, earthly body product, bags on the retail site. You know, again, uh, anybody local in Cincinnati can go to Hemptations.com and get the info on the stores. Planted everywhere is our .com is our retail site. You can hit me up on Hemptation Beach or like my Facebook page, Hemptations or Hemptations 2. I'm on Twitter, Google, <laughs> I'm on the internet everywhere, just like everyone. Um, you know, we love to hear from people all over the world, positive things about industrial hemp. That's what I do. That's what we do. Largest selection of industrial hemp on the planet in the stores. And I'd like to grow that inventory to be able to say that I haven't actually checked out all the other hemp retail spots to see if we have the largest amount on our planet everywhere but uh, it's a it's a fair it's a fair selection and as beach always says having temptations cannabis use isn't the only thing growing so are we grow with us cannabisradio.com are you ready to be inspired and educated by the best of the best in the cannabis industry while enjoying sunny South Florida? Then you cannot miss out on the second annual United States Cannabis Conference and Expo, August 2nd and 3rd at the Hyatt Regency in downtown Miami. The USCC Expo welcomes all cannabis business professionals, medical cannabis caregivers and clinicians, growers and dispensary owners to join us for another can't-miss event. Sponsored by the radio and podcast leader for all things cannabis, CannabisRadio.com. Learn more at usccexpo.com. Learning the benefits of proper nutrition, supplementation, and personal development to live a healthy and abundant life. Awaken, adjust, and aspire. High on Healthy. Mondays on demand. Only on CannabisRadio.com. Pair Savon speaks to patients, advocates, and professionals to keep you informed on all the latest trends and advancements in the medical cannabis industry on Alternative Talk, presented by AlternativeVibes.com. Tuesdays on demand, only on CannabisRadio.com.
Oh, Lady Marijuana Lama, tell you something now. Bought a game for your phone, gonna make you say, Wow! The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash. Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash. Little by little, your empire grows large. Put different celebrities inside your entourage. You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Chichin Chong. Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong. The name of the game is Himping, that's the point. Download and play while you light yourself a joint. The business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh, yeah. Get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. The following CannabisRadio.com program contains explicit language and content that can be considered graphic and offensive. This program is not suitable for all audiences, and the opinions expressed do not reflect those of CannabisRadio.com, its staff, management, or sponsors. Listener discretion is advised. Yeah. Stern Jesus Show Live, Chapter 3, Verse 1. Official start. The third season of video shows, the Stoner Jesus Show. We are celebrating two years of video shows on Periscope and Twitter at Stoner Jesus 420. For all information on the show, audio episodes, and more, you can check us out. StonerJesus.net. You can also find us at CannabisRadio.com. You can also search us out on iHeartRadio, Spotify, your podcasting platform of choice, whatever it is. Check out the Stoner Jesus Show. We'll probably be there. Seek and ye shall find, as someone wrote in an old book a long, long time ago. Besides other things we're talking about, including Kelly McGillis and uh, the shootings uh, yesterday in Ohio and in Texas, we're playing different clips from the past two years of video shows on July 23rd, 2017. We began doing this audio show, which has been a podcast for a very long time in uh, various forms for many years, many hundreds of shows. became a video show as well, as I mentioned on Twitter and on Periscope, at StonerJesus420. So we did a lot of shit, a lot of uh, shows, so I'm playing some clips from past shows as a way of celebration. Here's when we went all the way to Cancun. That's right. Spring break. We took the show all the way to Cancun, and people were asking, well, Stern, Jesus, how would you go to Cancun? How were you able to do that in the small, small, very small budget of your show? Well, I explain in this clip. Don't ask stupid questions. You're wondering why. Why? How, Stern, Jesus, how is it so cheap for you to be in Cancun? You want to see how? Check this out. It's from the sun. Sun, sea, and slaughter. Mexico's party hotspot, Cancun sees 14 murdered in 36 hours as tourist town is overrun by drug gang violence. First of all, that is a super, super long title. That's unnecessary. As a professional writer, I can tell you that that is a super unnecessarily long title. But you see, you get the, the bullet points. The important part is that Mexico's party hotspot, Cancun, sees 14 murdered in 36 hours. This is from April 11th, four days ago. Four days ago, they reported on a 36-hour spam where 14 people got murdered. Tourists are fleeing. Prices have dropped, allowing me this wonderful trip to Cancun for spring break. Well, let's scroll down here a little bit. You see that uh, there's a blurred-out dead body. You know, whatever. It's cool. It's cool. Everything's fine. Now they put they got a little map there with uh, with part of uh, Cancun, a map of Cancun that shows you that uh, a lot of people have been getting killed. Yeah, yeah, dead people, a bunch of dead people in Cancun. Look, there's a murder scene, murder scene. If you're not watching this on video, you're missing out. You're missing all the murder and the mayhem that's in, in, that's happening in Cancun. Cancun Tourist Bureau, it was fucking flipping over backwards when I told them that the Stoner Jesus Show is coming to Cancun to do spring break from Cancun. They were fucking ecstatic. They said, yes, we need something. <laughs> we need something, Stoner Jesus. Look at these pictures that are in the sun. Yeah. So uh, that was when we were down in Cancun, how we were able to do it so 
cheaply. It's just incredible. It's an incredible time. One of the highlights of the last couple years of video shows. This next clip is from Entertainment Tonight. As you know, there's a new Top Gun coming out, apparently. Why? I don't know. I, mean, I don't think Tom Cruise needs the money, but he wants to continue the story of Maverick. Kelly McGillis was his love interest in the first Top Gun. She is not returning to her uh, her role. So Entertainment Tonight, for some reason, wanted to ask her about it. That's Tom Cruise and Kelly McGillis in the 80s classic Top Gun. But Kelly is mysteriously missing from the sequel, Top Gun Maverick, set for release in 2020. Did anyone reach out to you? Uh, were you asked to appear? Oh my God, no. They did not, and nor do I think they would ever. Um, I mean, I'm old, and I'm fat, and I look age-appropriate uh. for what my age is, and that is not what... Um, that whole scene is about and but that to me is is to me I'd much rather feel absolutely secure in my skin and who and what I am at my age as opposed to placing a value on you know all that other stuff no apologies E.T. spoke exclusively with the actress on Friday have you seen the new Top Gun trailer no, not at all. I haven't seen it. Do you plan to see the movie at all? I don't know. I mean, I guess it depends on what kind of reviews it gets. I'm not racing to the theater, and I'm not racing away from the theater to see it. I mean, it's just not, it's not on my little list of things that I would like to get done. I have a phobia about not working. I get, I, I love to work, and I think that's the primary force that drives me. Kelly has pulled away from Hollywood in recent years, only appearing... So anyway, as she pointed out, and you may not think it's fair or whatever, but in her words, old fat Kelly McGillis is not going to be Tom Cruise's love interest in the new Top Gun. And I really don't think it's necessary. I mean, obviously she's going to have a different love interest. Obviously she's going to be a bit younger than Kelly McGillis is now. I guess Kelly McGillis is like 60. And uh, since some old old lady is not going to be <laughs> Tom Cruise is not going to bang some old lady in a movie. I'm sorry. It's the way things are. And I don't think Kelly McGillis is particularly broken up about it. As they said, she's pulled out of Hollywood. Uh, I mean, I guess they could shoehorn her into the storyline somehow, but is it going to make the movie better? Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> this next clip. <laughs> so early on, in our video shows as well. I was drinking. We were talking about Trump and his Eclipse uh, shenanigans. It was also at a time when I was trying out the two camera thing. It was like two shitty cameras and it's, it, it, well, we, as you notice, we don't do it anymore. We have the one much better camera instead of the two shitty cameras. <laughs> we combined the two shitty cameras to make the one good camera as we continue to celebrate two years of video shows, Stern Jesus Show, Chapter 3, Verse 1. This is from way back in 2017. This is Chapter 1, Verse 6, as you will see. This is me drinking and talking about Trump staring at the sun during the eclipse. Uh, oh, but anyway, um, to finish my thought earlier, what I'm drinking, uh, Burnett's Pink Lemonade Vodka. Taking shots, 70 proof. I don't know. Why? I don't know. <laughs> no idea. I was like, hey, this is sitting here. I'm going to fucking drink this shit. So anyway, the eclipse was today. I didn't pay attention. A lot of people, other, other people did. It was a big deal. Whatever. Here's the thing. Trump was looking at the eclipse. He comes out of his little patio there at the White House of Melania and all his people's his, uh, soldiers or whatnot. His, his ride or die bitches. And, um... Well, the, the one thing they tell you about the eclipse is that you shouldn't look at it with your eyes. You should, you should have a viewer, a homemade viewer at, at, at worst, or special made glasses so you can see it and not burn your fucking eyeballs out by looking at the sun. Because that's what you're doing is staring at the sun. Even if it's covered mostly, you're still staring at the sun. 
So what does Trump do? Well, you know, if you've seen it or if you're watching the video version of the show right now, you're looking at it. There's Trump staring at the sun. That's right. Trump staring at the sun. And he just didn't do it a couple times. As you see here. He did it. Well, he just do it once. He did it a couple times. Like if you would glance up there once, like, oh, shit, I forgot. Oh, God damn. I, you know, you can't do that. You can't. You can't stare at the fucking sun. It's bad. It's bad. Not not good. Bad. Very bad. He does it a couple times, as evidenced by the pictures you're seeing on the video version. Um, so he, and there's other, I mean, he does finally, I guess, Melania or somebody, told me, look, dickhead, put on the fucking glasses and look at it. That's what we're all doing here. We're all putting on the glasses, and we're looking at it. There's various pictures with his family. Although now that I look at this picture, there's Melania who took her glasses off to look at it without her glasses. <laughs> I did not see that till just now. Melania did the same fucking thing. After he got his fucking glasses on, she decided to take hers off. <laughs> and there's Trump again, staring at the sun and pointing. <laughs> pointing for who? I don't know. These people around him did not know the location of the sun. He's like, look, look. You're all, you're struggling. You're struggling to find the sun. I'm going to point it out for you. <laughs> uh, so anyway, this, um, there's a few things. There's a few things that, that, that come to mind about Trump. And as you know, I'm not a, I'm not a fan of Trump in any way, shape or form, but I'm also not a basher of Trump. I'm not going to sit here all every fucking show. Go, oh, Trump did this and Trump did that. You know, go follow George Takei and John Favreau and Seth Rogen and all those people on Twitter if you want to just avalanche of fucking tweets about how much Trump sucks. Excuse me. For uh, blowing to the microphone. So, but here's, here's the thing. If you're staring at the sun, and he had to know. He had to know that you can't stare at the fucking sun during a solar eclipse. You can't stare at the sun at any time. Never, ever, ever, ever stare at the sun. That's the one thing they said he had to know about this. He has, the man has more advisors than anyone else on Earth. Someone pointed out to him, by the way, Mr. President, by the way, you can't, you can't stare at the sun. Don't, don't do that. You'll burn your eyes out and be very embarrassing for the administration. Um, this first year of your presidency, you really can't. I mean, you, a lot of stuff's going on, and your your approval ratings are low. You really, really shouldn't burn your eyeballs out of your head. It'd be bad. Imagine the Washington Post tomorrow. Trump's blind. He's even stared at the sun. Here's the thing I've been saying about Trump since the beginning. Since he looked like a viable contender for the Republican nomination, meaning he'd be a viable contender to be president of the United States. Back then, nobody gave him a chance. Well, <laughs> see how that turned out. In any case, he can't be told anything. He's been rich all his life. He's never been told no. He's never been told you can't do that. That's why he has no problem with like Trump Airlines and Trump Stakes and the bankruptcies and Trump University and all the failures, all the business failures. It doesn't phase him. He keeps fucking moving forward. He makes more shit. <clears throat> oh, you know, you can't go to my school, we'll have my stakes. All oh, my stakes don't work, fly my fucking airline. All that doesn't work? Well, I have a casino. Well, no, now I don't because it's bankrupt and I had to sell it. He just keeps going. He doesn't give a shit. It doesn't phase him. No one tells him you can't do that. No one tells him, no, you don't do that. And on top of that, the fact that he's 70 years old, which all old people are like that already. But he's been like that all his life. Now he's president of the United States. Now he's done things that every motherfucker in the world told him he would never do. Everybody told him, Donald Trump, you'll never be president. You'll never be president. You'll never get the Republican nomination. Donald Trump, you'll never be president. You'll never beat Hillary Clinton. She's going to fucking trounce you. She's up by double digits. There's no way in hell. You can't tweet that. You'll get in trouble. You'll never be president. Well, guess what? He is president. He is the fucking president. He did something that everybody told him he couldn't do. And if he wasn't a bastard to be around then, which I'm sure he was, imagine what he's like now. And this picture right here is a fucking 
guy who does not give a shit. You cannot tell him anything. If he wants to stare at the fucking sun, that's what he's going to do. He knows he's not supposed to. He doesn't give a fuck. He's going to do it anyway. Well, there he is. He's, there's all kinds of angles of him doing it for a long period of time, squinting, staring directly at the fucking sun. And a lot of the sun was obviously visible because as far north as Washington, D.C., you know, there was nowhere near uh, total coverage as far as the eclipse went. He can't be told that. And apparently someone like down the lawn, like a staffer, is like, oh, don't look at it. <laughs> that probably pissed him off even more. That probably person's probably fired. I would bet good money that that person who told him not to look at the sun to save his eyes, his eyesight. I bet that person's fired. <laughs> it's a really, really bizarre situation. So there you go. It was from back in the day. We just started. It was only our sixth video show. We just started doing video shows. And uh, Trump stared at the sun during the eclipse. I was doing some drinking. It was an awesome night. Got more clips coming up celebrating two years of video shows. We are now into the third season of video shows for the Stern Jesus Show. We're still, of course, an audio show. We've always been an audio show. We always will be. Audio of the show can be found at sternjesus.net, cannabisradio.com as well. All information on the show can be found at stonerjesus.net. So if you want to tell your friends about what's going on, you can do that. Also follow us on Twitter and especially on Periscope at stonerjesus420. Get a little notification bell so you know when we're live because you never know when I'm going to go live with this show. I do a bunch of other shows. This is, of course, the OG, the original, the flagship is the one where I can do anything that I feel like. If I want to tell you to fuck your mother, I'll tell you to go fuck your mother. Hey, you, go to your mother's room, wherever she is, and fuck her. And if she's dead, dig her up, and then fuck her. That's right. I can say that because this is my show. I own a lock, stock, and barrel. It's not very valuable, but this is mine. There's no one who's going to bust in here and say, hey, you can't tell people to go dig up their dead mother and fuck her. Yes, I can. I'm the boss. I'm Tony Danza in this bitch. If you don't get that reference, God damn it, go use Google. You can do everything, you fucking millennial bastards. <laughs> Ruining everything. No, I love you. I love all of you. If you watch this show, I don't give a fuck how old you are. Well, I wouldn't recommend it for those under 18, but, you know, I, what am I going to do? Go away? Tell you go away? Go away. <laughs> if you're over 80, you go away too. You know what? Not all ages. 18 to 80. That's it. Everyone else go fuck off. Stern Jesus Show Live, Chapter 3, Verse 1. We will talk a little bit about the shootings yesterday. I shouldn't segue into that while I'm laughing, but I did. So there we go again. No one's going to tell me I can't do that. No one's going to tell me that I can't play like circus music uh, while I'm talking about the mass shootings yesterday. But I won't, mainly because I don't have any circus music queued up and to get it, to download it, and to fucking put it in the thing. It's, oh, it's a pain in the fucking ass. I'm not going to go through all that. For what? <laughs> but also clips from past shows as well as we continue to celebrate two years of video shows. Stern Jesus Show Live. Stay tuned. Dick Nuggets. We'll be back. The Stoner Jesus Show on CannabisRadio.com. The smoke is rising, and the next crop of podcasts devoted to cannabis providers and enthusiasts are ready to be harvested. Welcome to the Cannabis Radio Network, founded by respected rainmakers who have been producing award-winning podcasts for over a decade. Industry headlines, business updates, medical reports, marketing, and e-commerce education rolled up perfectly for your consumption. Let's grow together. The Cannabis Radio Network. CannabisRadio.com Get informed, get inspired, and get connected. On NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice, Mondays on Demand, only on CannabisRadio.com. 
Gang is ready to cut through the smoke and change the tone of Tilk Radio. All you have to do is decriminalize. We don't need a government regulation to tell us this is good plot, that's bad plot. We don't need any of that. The Tommy Chung Podcast, only on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome to my world. Now available for pre-order through crowdfunding for just $14 plus $10 shipping. Pouches, premium mixing and rolling pouches, allow you to carry and prepare your herbs for consumption with discretion and ease. These stylish pouches are handcrafted using strong zips, long-wearing buffalo leather outside, and smooth, cheap skin inside. A portion of proceeds go to fund vital medical research into cannabis for ADHD. See a demo and get yours now on Indiegogo or Pouches.com. That's P-O-U-C-H-Z dot com. The following CannabisRadio.com program contains explicit language and content that can be considered graphic and offensive. This program is not suitable for all audiences, and the opinions expressed do not reflect those of CannabisRadio.com, its staff, management, or sponsors. Listener discretion is advised. Yep. Stern Jesus Show, Chapter 3, Verse 1. We're celebrating two years of video shows, officially July 23rd. It was a two-year anniversary of us doing video shows on Periscope and Twitter at Stern Jesus 420, where we do the live streams. So now, as indicated by Chapter 3, we are into the third season of video shows. And that is awesome. Thank you to everybody who watches and does the hearts on Periscope and all that stuff. You are awesome. We continue to celebrate with past clips, some of which I picked out. You know, got a couple of them to uh, kind of give you a little flavor of the last two years of video shows, especially for the new viewers. This next one was um, I had a, uh, an idea basically for a TV show, which I think has been done before. Other people have talked about it, but I had a little twist on it that I thought made it a really good idea. I mean, I'm, you know, maybe I'm wrong. I mean, no one's picked it up and ran with it since I talked about it on the show. <laughs> so maybe it wasn't that great of an idea. And maybe the reason is that I had a little bit of the twist on it. We will talk about the shootings uh, yesterday a little bit coming up and play uh, more awesome retro clips. This is uh, my idea for a TV show, Bait Package. I see videos all the time. On Facebook, these fucking degenerate pieces of shit. They'll go on, up on someone's porch on their fucking property and take their package, their Amazon package or something from FedEx or whatever. Fucking pieces of garbage. What kind of people? What kind of piece of shit, motherfucker? You got to be to walk on somebody's porch and take their shit. Goddamn, you're not even putting any effort into it. At least someone who breaks in their house has to actually break in their house and risk that they have a fucking gun in there or something. These dipshits are run up on porches. Of course, it's a, it's a practice that with all, you know, more and more people are having cameras and shit on their front porches. It's a practice that's going to go away pretty quick. I'd be waiting by the door. I'd leave a package out there. Bait package. There's a reality show. Bait package. Leave a big fucking Amazon box out in front of your, in front of your stoop, in front of your door, on your porch, and just wait with a shotgun inside. When some motherfucker comes up to steal it, you pop open the door and blow a fucking hole in their chest. Oh, God, I got to write this shit down. That's the greatest reality show idea ever. Bait package. Blow a hole in your fucking chest. Come nope. up on my porch. You degenerate piece of shit. <laughs> the fuck is wrong with people? Stern That was probably the, the deal breaker part was the part where you wait by the door with a shotgun and when they grab the package you blow a hole in their chest. That was probably uh Maybe that's where the, the, the show idea went off the rails. I don't know. I thought that was the best part, to be honest with you. All right. As I said, there were the uh, pretty tragic happenings yesterday, the tragic shootings in El Paso, Texas, and Dayton, Ohio. Uh, some heroes, of course, emerged, as happened in the uh, in these things and, uh, amid the misery. So check out this video 
and then uh, I'll give you my little condensed spiel and thoughts, and then we'll do one more clip, and then we'll get up out of here. So uh, here's a little video about the events yesterday in Texas and Ohio. Some glimmers of hope are shining through after two mass shootings gripped the U.S. in less than 24 hours. Calls for blood donations were heated. WFAA reports droves of people stood on long lines to help the victims of El Paso, Texas in a small show of unity. The first attack happened at a shopping complex there where at least 20 people were killed when a gunman walked in wearing sound muffling headphones armed with a rifle. I heard do, 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 and then it went do, 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 like closer together. I told him there's a shooter and we took off running towards the back of the store. Many families just shopping during the busy back to school season. Survivor and Army Specialist Glenn Oakley was also there. He tells KTSM that training became instinct. Social media is calling him a hero. And I just tried to make my way to the, uh, to the parking lot, and I see a whole bunch of kids just running around, you know, without their parents and stuff. So I got my bag in my hand. I'm trying to pick them up one more, as many as I can, just run out. El Paso sits right on the border with Mexico. A vigil held there. A community shares the pain, mourning a tragedy. Another would come just hours later at 1 a.m. in Dayton, Ohio. People out in a popular downtown area had their lives shattered in less than a minute. That's how long authorities there say it took a gunman armed with a rifle to kill 10 people and injure at least two dozen others. President Trump is weighing in. The president tweeting in part that he condemns the hateful act, saying there are no reasons or excuses that will ever justify killing innocent people. Me informa que hay Mexico's president stating that three Mexican nationals died in El Paso. For InsideEdition.com, I'm Stephanie Officer. So, I'll give you my spiel. We've talked about gun control before here on the show. Here's the thing. Like I said, the the condensed version. If we could somehow magically eliminate all the rifles in the world, every gun in the world that's not a handgun or a pistol or whatever you want to call it, we eliminate all those guns from anywhere in the world. We could also make sure that no one could ever make a rifle ever again. Not 3D printing, not gun manufacturers, nothing. So we've eliminated every rifle in the world and we've eliminated the ability to make any more rifles. So all you're left with is handguns. By doing that, you will lower the gun death rate in the United States by about 3 to 4%. You see, while mass shootings are horrific and they get the headlines, there's fucking bodies piling up in the inner cities and from gun suicides. All done with handguns. So to pretend that people are not going to, that we're going to make a dent in gun deaths with any kind of regulations or bans on rifles or so-called assault weapons or whatever, I think it's pretty naive. And when you add in the technological advances that come with 3D printing, it's a lost, it's a lost cause if you're going at it from that angle. There's, by some counts, there's over 100 million illegal guns in this country. If you banned every gun, if you had a buyback program that got hundreds of millions of guns, you still got hundreds of millions of guns left, just in the United States alone. And as gun ownership has gone up over the last couple of years, gun homicide rates have actually gone down. But again, the mass shootings and, and, and the, the big tragedies are going to garner the headlines. Meanwhile, another 30-something people got shot in Chicago this weekend, as they, are, they do every weekend. So, I, and most of that's done with illegal handguns. Most in, most inner city crimes are done with illegal handguns. You know, criminals aren't going and registering their guns and then going and shooting people with them. Makes it easy to find them. So, and I know a, a good question is, you know, well, what do you do? Well, I mean, I don't know. Other than being armed yourself, there's something to think about. Anyway, I'm going to wrap up our celebration of two years of video shows here on the Stern Jesus Show Live. 
with an old clip from uh, one of the first however many episodes. I forget it'll say here. It'll be a little graphic or whatever. This says exactly what episode it was from. It was Hurricane Reporters. It was, one of the, it was a couple of summers ago. You know, the, the Hurricane Reporters, they're out covering the hurricanes, out in the hurricanes for whatever reason that they do these things. So that is what this is. As I said, as we celebrate two years of shows on Twitter and Periscope video shows. Ask Darren Jesus 420. Retro clip. Yo, hurricane reporters. And why are these people out in the fucking hurricane uh, in the first place? So let's check them out. Uh, this is heavy winds from Hurricane Irma blows a reporter away. Well, after an ad, of course. Is that Vin Diesel? We can't hear you anywhere. I think it is. Vin Diesel. Get a great deal at the Dodge Summer Clearance event. Shut up. I don't know if this is exactly hurricane force winds. We don't have a wind meter, but uh, I'm sure you can it's hard to right hear. now the wind is really, 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 really strong Ooh. out here right now, actually. <laughs> Not only do they send someone out, they send out a small woman. Who's going to get picked up by the fucking hurricane and thrown down the street? Difficult to even keep our balance again, so, uh, yeah, I oh. oh, camera got blown over too. <laughs> Holy shit. Why are you out there? Why are you doing this? Did she come back? She's getting blown away. Camera guy still, uh, whoever's holding the camera, I don't know if it's a guy or not, is still just filming. Maybe she's going to make sure she doesn't blow away. Yeah, we're, we're okay out here. We're, we're okay, but but yeah, we, we both got, got whipped around just now. My photographer, actually, Brian, not a huge guy, but uh, definitely not, not my... Oh, he's probably bigger than you. Size. He actually is having yeah. trouble keeping the shot up, so I think we're going to try to take cover for now. We'll send it back to you guys. <laughs> dipshit. What a fucking dipshit. Here's more reporters blown away during Irma. Do you oh, think you can oh, make it through my selection process? Fucking ads. God damn it. Some stupid movie. American Assassin. I don't care. Damn. It's like a sandblast. More reporters getting blown away. In Irma. What is it like down where you are? And really, it's not about the levity, it's about the concern for the law. So you see the uh, video of this, you have the video version of the Stern Teacher Show. Go check it out on Patreon. Storm surge in, comes in, then what? What are you seeing? Chris, this is unbelievable. This is two guys, two reporters in two different parts of the hurricane, out both out in the hurricane talking to each other. If we can CNN. Make our way this way across the shot here. Kind of give you a, a look. Oh man. Back, the visibility oh, man. is completely cut off. That building structure that we just were able to show you here a little while ago is no more than a hundred yards away from us and I can barely see it anymore. Why are you out the there? The water's pulling up here what on the street. What are you doing? The, the, visit, the lack of visibility that has just disappeared on us here in the last few minutes is absolutely... Yeah, you're in a hurricane, dipshit. Absolutely stunning. The fact that we can't even see a building anymore that was just a, no, no more than... The fact you can't see a building anymore means you shouldn't be out there. A hundred yards away from us now has just been really stunning. Obviously... Now coming to now lighting lightening up a smidge. Jerry, I don't know if I can get you to come back around this way. This is a uh, Cambier Park, which is the area just back to, to where we are. I want to get out of the way here. <laughs> crazy if you can still hear me. Needed to jump out of that. That's just I hear you. Ed. Keep going. Uh, but looking back toward that build. Keep going. Look, look, get back out there. Get back out there in it, you pussy. Looking back toward that building. You can see that's a, it's basically a, a outdoor concert venue with that that soft tarp on it. Uh, and that is a Cambier Park here in downtown Naples. And that roof, that, that uh, structure there continues to hold. I thought for sure that that tarp would come flying off and ripping to shreds here as uh, these winds have intensified. And now you can kind of see that structure again a little bit. But as we were... Yeah, so you get the idea from uh, that one. Here's a Sarah Sidner clings to a balcony as Hurricane Irma winds pound Daytona Beach, Florida. 
She's clinging to a balcony. Let's get more now. We're joined now to Sarah Seidner, who joins us from Daytona Beach, who, and she has been seeing some ferocious wind, Sarah. Boys, This is CNN again, their infinite wisdom. Absolutely ridiculous. You're watching this. It's fucking crazy. Earlier, she could stand there very easily when there wasn't a hurricane, and now that there is a hurricane, she's having trouble standing there easily. She can't stand there and talk. That's how hard the wind is blowing. She cannot stand there and talk. It's too much wind for that. It is an incredible show of force. What Mother Nature can do here. Hurricane Matai is not finished. Packing up punches. Lightning in the background. There's all kinds of shit going on. Slamming into Daytona Beach right now. Feels like a hurricane. Jabs of salt water hitting my face. And it's Little jabs of salt water. Jesus Christ. <laughs> we'll do uh, one more. This guy standing in Hurricane Irma out in 120 mile per hour winds. I'm Martin Brown. Of course, the uh, ad first. Let's check this guy out. He goes out into the 120 mile per hour winds. If you haven't seen this, go check it out or get the video version of the show. This guy's so, nuts. There you go. Some retro clips celebrating two years of video shows. Stare Jesus Show Live, Chapter 3, Verse 1. Thanks, everybody, for checking out the show. You motherfuckers are awesome. We're going to get about this bitch. Spread the word about stonerjesus.net. That's where you can find all information on the show, the audio, social media links, all that stuff. Also, cannabisradio.com, iHeartRadio, Spotify. Follow us on Periscope at stonerjesus420 with the live streams. You want to know when we are live. It's kind of a new tradition here on the show. We go out with Cardi B and her infinite wisdom. Thanks, everybody, for celebrating two years' video shows. Here's to many more. Go check out StarnJesus.net. Thanks for watching, listening. Go check out my other shows. Check out the Marijuana Times. All that shit. Thanks, everybody, who's in the chat room on Periscope, yo. Uh, Crispy. Everybody. Everybody, thank you. TLC. As I said... Go out with the infinite wisdom, words to live by, from one Miss Cardi B. Peace, bitches. Y'all motherfuckers going around showing this fucking picture. Now y'all photoshopping it even more like, oh, Cardi pussy, Cardi pussy. First of all, that ain't my pussy. My pussy right here. This is where I birthed my daughter from. This right here, the part that shows, you know, when I go like this, that's just my ass. You know when you got a fat ass? That shit gets fat right there. This part right here, this is the part that gives the dick comfort. You know what I'm saying? This is the part that, like, when you go like this in and out, that's what this nigga feel. That's that's my ass. You know what I'm saying? Y'all want to look at my pussy so bad, y'all should have went see me when I was a motherfucking stripper and I was promoting myself. Like, come see me. Now, too bad.